Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us is Carl Rove. Uh, the Honorable Carl Rove is a Republican policy advisor. He's also the senior advisor and deputy chief of staff during the George W. Bush administration. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Carl, it's Richard Weinberg. Welcome back to the show. Judge, how are you? I'm I'm fine. So the two things I'd, I'd like you to focus on, what's going to happen in the next uh, 10 days in terms of uh, a Republican wave or a change of change of control of the, the House and the Senate? And then the second thing is, where does the Republican Party go from here in terms of this civil war? If you could comment on those issues, I'd like it. Yeah, look, uh, first of all, um, this is a midterm election and the Republicans don't hold the White House. So they're going to have a good election. The question is how good. And I think it's going to be in the House, uh, I've been saying between 20 and 25 seats is what I think it's most likely to be. I've been leaning to 20, but I'm leaning a little bit more towards the upper range of that. Um, the things are just breaking for the Republicans here at the end. The Democrats don't have a good message. Uh, Kevin McCarthy went out and raised $78 million for the House Super PAC in the last quarter. And the uh, guy who's in charge of it, Dan Constant, is doing a heck of a job of deploying the money and bringing onto the field some races in Democratic districts that uh, Biden won by four or five or six points, but where we've got a good candidate. So I think the House goes Republican uh, for certain. And uh, I think we have a less than the average. The average uh, number of seats that a, the party in power loses in a midterm, first midterm election is 28 since uh, the 1930s. But I think it's going to be less than the average, not because the wave isn't strong. It's because the Republicans picked up 14 seats uh, in 2020 while they were losing the White House. That that only happens about one out of every five times that the White House control the White House, which is from one party to another. Uh, Senate, I'm um, going to be a heck of a close. We may not know for a couple of days. We may not know until uh, December 6th because uh, Georgia has a runoff provision. You have to get 50 percent of the vote. There's a three-way race, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. But I think the Republicans take the uh, Senate by 51-49. And I think we'll know either election night or shortly thereafter that that's the case, though there still may be a runoff in uh, in Georgia in, in early December. Carl Rove, what do you uh, what do you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To answer, did I answer it? Oh, no, no. I, I wanted what I wanted your reaction to what happened to Paul Pelosi. I'm already seeing the mass media. They're now linking it to some sort of extremist attack and they're trying to spin this into some kind of ultra MAGA situation. What do you think about the media's role in what's going on with the, the midterms coming up? Well, first and foremost, uh, I think it is important that we, uh, regardless of what the motivation was, and we'll find that out, uh, it may be too early to, to say with, with specificity. They, they certainly weren't saying that at the news conference this afternoon. But we need to condemn Absolutely. in the most clear and concrete terms uh, political, uh, you know, political attacks on the, on the families of political figures or the political figures themselves. I happen to know Paul Pelosi. Uh, I, I met him when uh, I served in the Bush administration, and his wife was the first the Republican, excuse me, the Democratic leader in the Senate, and then the, the first woman speaker. He's a wonderful, nice guy, apolitical, uh, and you know. But he he was he. The, the, it's it's true that the that the assailant said, "Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy?" This was this was motivated by something that is really dark and ugly, and and the attacks on the families of of our uh, political leaders and the political leaders themselves uh, needs to be condemned by both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, this this what a horrifying uh, episode this was to two o'clock in the morning to find someone in your house uh, screaming your wife's name. And, uh, and the two men, I don't know who had the had the hammer first, but the two men fight over the hammer. And Paul Pelosi is in a hospital tonight undergoing brain surgery. And uh, God bless him and uh, keep him and um, help him return to health and uh, and give him aid and comfort to his family in these terrible moments. I'm looking at the CNN headlines and they're already trying to spin this. And like you said, the police, we still don't know what this person's motive is. According to many police sources, he went in in his underwear. He was part of a nudist colon, all these crazy things. You can't imagine. You can't imagine how this is. They're trying to spin this already. Remember, Carl, this is Rudy Washington. When the congresswoman uh, was shot in Arizona, um, can't recall her name. uh, Kelly Giffords. Kathy Giffords. They did the exact same thing, only to find out that the shooter was just simply nuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's we've come to a point in our society where where, where political figures and celebrities uh, become uh, victims of, of, of people who uh, have mental illness. Uh, but uh, again, I, I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment on the motivation, but I just simply know this is a horrible moment for our country and we need to condemn this violence. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm sort of an equal condemner. I mean, when, when, when the, uh, when the left winger showed up at the Republican baseball field and nearly killed Steve Scalise, I had friends, many friends who were on the Republican congressional baseball team, uh, most notably Roger Williams and Kevin Brady of Texas, uh, who, whose lives were at risk. And, you know, it says something about our society that, there seems to be open season on political figures. We, we went through this once in the 1960s uh, with the death of JFK in November of 63 and the assassination of Martin Luther King and the assassination of Robert Kennedy. And it was a terrible time for our country. And I hope to God we're not about ready to enter another sustained period of attacks on our political figures. Carl Rove, John Katzmatidis. Um Last question, because uh, we're going to have to take a break. Uh, up in Michigan. You have a governor's race that's being that nobody talks about, but it's very, very important because if the right. current governor gets reelected and succeeds in trying to shut down that pipeline coming in from Canada, right. the price of oil will go even crazier. Well, and the cost of energy and utilities will be, uh, and, and gasoline, particularly in the Northeast, is going to be uh, even bigger. I mean, absolutely, and and not only that, but remember, Whitmer, the governor, the Democratic governor was the, one of the biggest proponents of complete lockdown. She was sort of like the Chinese. You know, she was sort of like, gee, let's let's shut down our society, uh, put everybody in their homes and uh, and see what happens. And uh, we saw what happened in that state, which was, uh, you know, terrible reading scores and the economy struggling to get back and the automotive industry put on its back. And, uh, you know, so uh, it would be interesting. She, she also, I think, will be a candidate for president in. 2024 if uh if she wins re-election yeah she at the debate the other night call she said well the schools are only closed for three months which was out and out falsehood yeah out and out lies that was simply not the case the the schools and uh the schools in in michigan were shut for months and months and months i think i saw one one commentator said i think she was mistaking michigan with florida because florida they were they were closed for only three months and came back uh in person with uh, with teachers in the classrooms. Speaking of that, I hope everybody's seen the National Educational Achievement uh, 
the so-called NAEP numbers came out, and we have put a generation of our young people at risk with, with, with huge deficits in math and reading scores at a very vulnerable age. And we may not be able as a society to, uh, to make those, you know, to get those kids back on track in time. And it says something about uh, the difference between having instruction in a classroom and, and, and doing it virtually. And, 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 and the data suggests very heavily that uh, kids who didn't get instruction in classrooms uh, fell further behind than the rest of the students. Thank you, Carl Rove. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Make sure you fight, you for, do, uh, fight for the truth. And um, God bless you and God bless America. You bet. Thank, Thank you. you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.